What's up, everybody? Good evening. Forever an Athlete podcast. This is Mink. Uh, I'm the author of the Forever an Athlete program, which is on Amazon. And it's a great book, chock full of stuff on making you healthy. And I am joined tonight with a good friend of mine, John, who's from Johnny's Health Tips. John, what's happening? What's up, Maker from the West Coast? What's happening? Yep, from New England, saying hello. Um, great, great topics for tonight. Uh, definitely what we're trying to think about for the new year for 2022 is just making good decisions, uh, being proactive with your health and um, having like, a you know, more of a resilient mindset. I think we talked about the resiliency piece and, and making um, daily choices, you know, being, being in charge of your own choices daily. So that's kind of what, what we're going to talk about uh, today with respect to some food choices we can make and um, having, you know, nutrient dense foods, having better food choices day in, day out, which is going to have a huge impact in our, um, in just our preventative health. So tonight, what we want to talk about is you know, it's 2022. What are some, what are some of the six best foods we can, we can think we can, we can add, or we can implement in our, in our days and our weeks, uh, to make us super healthy. And that's our, that's our goal. So we're going to go through a bunch of some of our top, top six for a lot of different topics, but this is for our, this is for, um, you know, the best foods we can have. Uh, the best, most nutrient dense foods we can have uh, for 2022. So, John, um, start us off. What's your number one? My number one is, um, and I'm always thinking about because it's cold out here. Believe it or not, in Southern California, and it's chilly. And well, not um, like not like Newport, Rhode Island. I know it's not like Newport, <laughs> but it's still for me. I'm a skinny, and, and I get cold easy, and I don't like it. So, I always think of you as is, is you're forever an athlete. And you promote nutrient-dense foods. I know you always talk about that. Yeah. And nutrient-dense foods is what I need, and I need them to stay warm and to build muscle and also to lose body fat. And yeah. so my number one for now, right now, is called is is wild salmon. Wild salmon, and they sell it yeah. at like Costco and, and Trader Joe's and stuff like that. Wild sockeye salmon, Excellent. and it's got the, it's got high protein. It's got the great omega-3 fatty acids, which our body needs for our joints, our nervous system, our brain, especially our heart. Our, those omega-3s are super important. Yep. Probably one of the best fats along with, you know, olive oil. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going with sockeye, wild sockeye salmon. Not farm salmon, everybody. Wild sockeye. It's also got the astaxanthin, which has got the red color, which helps to uh, promote that, you know, the beta carotene and, all those phytonutrients that we need. So, so the wild the wild version is going to have astaxanthin and zeaxanthin and all that, whereas the um, farm raised stuff will not have those those um, yeah. compounds, or they're going to have no, lesser no. compounds. They feed them. They feed those guys food color food colored uh, uh, fish meal. Yeah. So that's how they get the color on the uh, wild. I mean the, uh, the 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 farm salmon. Okay. Question then. Sometimes I don't see the wild version, or if if I see it, it's super expensive. So what's what's a close second to wild salmon then? Um. Well, you can do the farm salmon. Yeah. It's gonna be you know it's gonna be it's gonna be healthier than let's say you know whatever whatever meal you you know I'm not sure if you get it. 
pick a good piece of lean meat, you know, possibly. But if you're talking to fish, yeah, you know, you can still go with the farm salmon. It's just not going to be as nutrient dense as the sockeye. But you also have remember sardines. Um, uh, some of these canned sardines are very, very nutritious That's with true. omega three fatty acids. They're low on mercury, uh, on the mercury line and all the heavy metals. That's true. Uh, so yeah, you can do a can or two of sardines. You know, drench them with olive oil, and you're you're in the omega threes and the olive oil. So it's a it's a it's a nice uh, switch off. All right. Yeah. Good. Good. Okay. And 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 so my number one, uh, jumping jumping from your choice of wild salmon, wild sockeye salmon. My number one um, for this year, especially for the winter, is cod liver oil. So um, especially up in the northeast in the northern latitudes. Um, cod liver oil is just, I, I think, vitally important. It's not even really a supplement. It's more of a food. And you can get a formulation of um, the oil, the, the pure oil in the glass jar that you have to refrigerate. And then, you know, it goes bad after 60 days or so or 90 days. And then the other formulation is like in those sardine canisters, can, uh, cans where you have actually chunks of cod liver smothered in the oil. So the reason, you know, just to kind of make it, put it out there that there's two formulations for cod liver oil and um, vitally important for Northern um, people living in the North for the, the winter because of also the omega-3s, like Johnny mentioned, um, good for the heart, good for your joints, good for anti-depression because this cod liver has high levels of DHA and EPA, which actually work in, in, um, in our brain you know, since our brain is composed of fatty, fatty cells, it's going to help with uh, brain function. And there's also a, a kind of a smattering of vitamin E, vitamin D and vitamin A in the cod liver oil, which John always talks about being that extra little, little amount of vitamin D. We need, we need a lot more, um, especially not having sunshine for, for multiple months. And uh, yeah, that's my number one. So cod liver oil after your after your salmon. So what's your two, John? Nice. Can I go back real quick on the uh, fish thing? I went right to sardines, but remember, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of really good frozen fish out there, and you know uh, there's there's cod. You guys got cod out there, which is a really nice oily fish. Yeah. And it's mackerel. Pretty, you know, yeah, mackerel. You got all kinds of good stuff in the frozen section. So you can check that out. Just don't pick the stuff that's got, you know, fried in there. You know, you know, it's got a fried stuff on it. Well, we're right down the, right down the street, right down the street. They're catching mackerel right now. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty. Mackerel, super, super healthy. Super fatty, super healthy. very fatty. Yeah. Great, great fish. Mm, very good fish. Cool, they cool. They want those oily, oily fish. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, what do you have for number two, John? Number two is my, on a vegetable note, I'm going with broccoli. I'm going with that nice green, big old head of cruciferous vegetable, which is one of the most nutritious uh, vegetables out there. Broccoli. Um, Excellent. Lightly steam it. Remember, you put that in a pot, big head of broccoli in a pot, and then put the top over it with a little water. You steam it, but you don't overcook it like when we had it when we were kids, right? Lightly steam, boil it, but... You always pay attention to it. It should be lightly steamed, and then you'll see the bright green come out. And yep. then you take a fork and you check it. And when when the um, the fiber is broken down in the broccoli, and you know that you can chew on it, 
So it's not too mushy. You don't want it mushy, but you want it firm, but but just delicate enough where you can stick that fork in there. And uh, yep. and that's it. Broccoli's got so many great nutrients. Uh, um, yes, well, absolutely. My dad, yeah, my dad used to always, he, he's, there's, there's an art to that. He used to always talk about how to cook the vegetables correctly with um, steaming so that the vibrant color comes out and then, and then they're done. And he, uh, I, I know from his research, you know, he talked about like the, the vitamin C content and vitamin K content for some dark green, um, vegetables would, would be much higher if you just lightly steam them versus overcook them or versus not cooking them at all. Yeah. So, so yeah, great one. What, what do you, um, what do you like with broccoli in terms of like, um, the, the, the compound, the compounds, the, the cruciferous, um, family of vegetables? Uh, well, I just like, you know, I like the flavor for me. I, for some reason, I, I gotta go with my instincts. My body just tells me it just loves the flavor of the broccoli as compared to, let's say cauliflower or something like that. Yeah. I just, I love, there's something about the greens and the flavor of the broccoli that's in there that, that, that I crave, especially when you throw some garlic in there with it and you could saute the garlic and throw it in there and then also olive oil because that it's going to, you're going to absorb the nutrients when right. you add olive oil to these greens, you're going to absorb even more of those, those nutrients than you would if you, you ate it by itself, a little sea salt, some olive oil, you could even sprinkle some lemon on there and, and then garlic. And yeah, you got a nice, healthy, Healthy little and, uh, side. And, yeah, and uh, and last thing what I was going to throw in was just that it's anti-estrogenic, so it's going to reduce the, some of the phytoestrogens in our in our bodies, as you know, from both male and female don't want to be overloaded with those extra estrogen compounds. Correct? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Especially with, you know when we're we're eating a lot, we're drinking a lot of these water bottles, right. which you know supposedly when they break down, the sun hits them. Uh, that's leaching uh, estrogen chemicals into the body. So yeah, we need all we can to flush out that extra estrogen, especially as guys. We, we and we get older, we got to crank up the testosterone and drop the estrogen. Right, right. Great point. Great point. Thanks cool. for reminding me because I forgot about that. Thank you. Buddy. Yeah, you always make that point. That's that's a great point with with the garlic. That's um, and the other cruciferous. But yeah, the garlic. I mean, sorry. Um, broccoli with garlic but broccoli does have a better flavor i think than some of those other ones um great man great okay broccoli's your number two so my number two now sticking with going from the oil slash protein i'm going to to vegetable also and that um you just mentioned it, it's garlic so why is garlic great well antibacterial it's um uh, good for your immune system functioning it detoxifies heavy metals um, antiviral and antibacterial and like I said, immune system, a boost. So a couple things you can do with garlic is, is try not to overcook it. You can like, if you're making a soup, you can, you can add garlic kind of in the end, slice them up. You want to have good surface area so you can, um, you can really thinly slice them and have good surface area that brings the flavor out, gently cook them. Um, and the compound allicin, a-L-L-I-C-I-N is also really what, what the um, garlic is, is um, one of its like most bioactive compounds. And it's also potentially anti-cancer. Um, 
So that's my number two garlic throat and everything. You can also kind of chew on little pieces and, and um, definitely for the for this season of, um, you know, whatever stuff we have going out there, um, we uh, we need more garlic for our immune system functioning. Um, all right, man. What you... We eat that garlic every day, right? That's an Italian yeah. thing, but we can eat that every day, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Um, okay, man, what do you got for your three? Three is my one of my favorites. Every I, I eat eggs almost every day, so I got to go with the good old egg. Ah, uh, yeah. But I mean a good egg, not the crappy uh, eggs that you see in the grocery store for you know three dollars for a dozen or whatever, right? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. A couple dollars more to get the good omega three range free chicken eggs. All right, all right. Explain. So, what's the difference? So. Right now, my favorite egg is called Happy Egg. comes in a yellow container. It's a Happy Egg company. They're free-range, cage-free, and when you break these open into the pan, you can see the uniformity of the white, uh -huh. whereas a conventional egg where they all the chickens are all penned up together, the, the white will run out. It'll run out, and it won't stay firm. Whereas these eggs, the whites will stay firm and they'll stay in a nice circle. The yolks are beautiful, nice, deep orange color. Right. Whereas the other ones are pale yellow. Mm-hmm. And they taste like crap. There's no taste. And what's but in that? Got, what's got a nice flavor. Yeah, what so makes it? all these omega-3s, these chickens are able to go out. They're eating, you know, uh, a chicken would, would eat insects and stuff like that. And they're they're feeding them some nice omega-3 grains. So remember, you are what you, with that animal ate, that's what, you, what you're taking into your body. So as opposed to, as opposed to just like the, the factory farm feed. Absolutely. For the chicken. Or, yeah. So pay a couple dollars, extra dollars, buy your eggs, a good, good range free egg, a farmer's market. If you guys got farmer's markets out there, you know, yeah. go to the farm if you can. But uh, yes, Absolutely, eggs super nutritious, high in omega threes, great for your brain, your 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 nervous system especially. And one more thing, when you cook the eggs, one of my one of my specialties is is a six minute egg. It's called. I put it in the uh, pot yeah. of boiling water. First, you put the pot of boiling water on. So boil the water. Once the water starts boiling, you take a spoon, you drop the eggs in gently. Okay. Right. Yeah. And then you. You even turn down the boil a little bit. You start counting right away, six minutes. At the six-minute mark, you take the, the pot off, you pour the water out, and you pour cold water into it. That stops the cooking process. There there you get the, the perfect um, uh, soft-boiled egg, and yes. you don't overcook the yolks. You do not want to overcook the yolks because you're, you're going to cook the fats, those healthy fats. You're going to cook the nutrients out of it, and you're changing the molecular structure of that we want yeah. those omega-3s intact great great point great point like you don't want the yolks to be all chalky and kind of like no. hard and, and flaky chalky yeah those that you want to keep the the almost like runniness of it um that's you, great you great, point. Yeah, great absolutely. point absolutely yes six minutes you don't, you don't want to destroy what's because all the lecithin right the lecithin in the fat you don't want to destroy that it's very important for your brain health and your joints and your nervous system Super important. Do not overcook your eggs. Great point. Great point. Awesome. Eggs. Okay. Nice. So now, now my number three, 
is not a protein, but it's a functional food. So it's both a food and sort of a, a sports supplement. Um, so I like organic beet juice. I like it because of the nitrate compounds, which are help to promote nitric oxide in your in your blood, which is a vasodilator. So it's supposed to improve blood flow. So you can you can kind of play around with this to see if um, beet juice before workouts has an has an impact. Um, also, a, a good point John made was to let the saliva like actually kind of chew your juice you kind of like let it sit and let the saliva slowly break down the juice so that the nutrients are more available when you swallow it and it's in your stomach so you don't just kind of chug it because it is really about you know really a live a live juice this organic juice that i got organic beet juice it's uh imported from germany you know it's nine bucks for 0.75 liters so it's not cheap but i love the phytonutrients i like the dark um, almost like purpley magenta red color and also the betalane content which is a, uh, uh, another kind of anti-inflammatory compound that people are talking about so nitrates betalanes or betalanes and phytonutrients in my organic beet juice so that's my um that's my top three nice so yeah Many, many more to add. I mean, this is just kind of scratching the surface, but like when we when we think of our uh, 2022, um, these are some good foods to really get in, you know, almost every day. Um, we had, John, what were your three again? I had uh, salmon and I had uh, broccoli for a vegetable and I had eggs. So if I were to do something like that, you could eat those every day, absolutely. And, and the fact that uh, people would say, oh, what about your cholesterol? That's that's nonsense. That was disproven a long time ago yeah. about the eggs being uh, uh, raising your cholesterol. That was a whole thing with the cereal industry. And they, <laughs> they, they, they did a study. Uh, they did a study with the with the dehydrated eggs. Big, dehydrated. So, yes, when they cereal. did that study of the eggs, that, that was people, the cholesterol was raised. But they overcooked the yolk, right. which is what we're talking about. I got that yolk thing from Bernard Jensen year, years ago, back in the 80s when I read his book. Yep. His, his book was written in the 60s, and he talked about that. Do not overcook the yolk because you're destroying the lecithin. And, so, it, and it makes sense. I mean, anytime you anytime you overcook, like if, you, if you're if you barbecuing and charring meat, um, those are that, that's actually going to be um, potentially carcinogenic. carcinogenic. Um, you know, you don't want to over, over char and overcook, cook any kind of protein or fat because it, no, as good as it tastes, because almost everything tastes great fried as, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Everybody gets fired up about putting their hamburgers on the grill and charring them. It, it you know, it, it tastes kind of nice on the outside, but it's not doing your body any favors. Yes. You don't want to, you don't want to overcook these, these meats or I mean, these fats, right. especially yeah, the meats or the fats. You know, right. very important. They say the best way to cook the meat is really in a slow simmer, like on a crock pot. You know, low, low heat. Interesting. That's really the best way to take that. Yeah, that's probably what our ancestors did. Our forefathers that they'd have this big stew pot, like over an yeah. open flame and, and slowly cooking. They weren't like blasting it with a 500 degree heat. They had a stew going with vegetables and stuff. Um, exactly. Interesting, interesting. So yeah, my three, again, were it was cod liver oil um uh garlic and organic beet juice 
So yeah, that's about it. Um, nice. Great, great discussion, John. Thanks again for your for your ideas and your uh, nutrition insight. And uh, yeah, we'll do a, we'll do another one soon. You got it, man. That was fun. Uh, it gave me hungry. I need some. I need some salmon and broccoli. And, <laughs> and some egg. I need a power. Like I need a power meal. That's a great that, little power meal right there. It is. It is. It is. All right. Uh, signing off, forever an athlete. We will talk to you soon. See you later, guys. Cheers. <laughs>